Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Diddy Hendrix, a.k.a. Diddy Escobar. And to my left is the wondrous co-host, as always. Aw, the compliments have been coming in thick today. Anyway, hey, y'all. It's your girl, Allie Nicole, a.k.a. your favorite little shit talker, a.k.a. that bald-headed badass, a.k.a. that little baby who just won't listen. You not listening? You not listening? Mm-mm. Okay. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might, like, hear you, but I ain't listening. Like, I heard you. I ain't listening, though. <laughs> that explains some of the conversations I had this week. But we'll get into that later, because... Listen, it's been a long fucking week. I'm tired. Truth, 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 truth is, is, I'm, I'm tired. tired. Pr- listen. Options are few. <laughs> And I'm all str- I'm all stretched out. You know what I'm saying? So we go get we go get into shit. Same. We go relax. Anyway, how was your weekend? Since you want to be all, let's talk if- about the last ten minutes before I get into my weekend. Yeah, yeah. You you came here real hot. Yeah. It was all up? right. I feel like please remove your card quickly is anti black woman. I wear acrylics. Okay, my acrylics are long. All right. And when you have your machine that makes me, that forces me to insert my chip and then pull it out real quick, that's some bullshit. Because your pullout game week? A bitch has one kid and all of a sudden her pullout game week. Yeah, one more kid than I do. All right. Continue. <laughs> all right. So, anyway, I can't get my, I, I can't get it out. Now, the cheat code is that I typically keep like a pair of tweezers in my car. So that I can like pull it out with my tweezers and no problems, right? It's like a condom for your credit card. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So like it's easy, right? I for, don't have my tweezers. Can't find them. Just, like, just like a nigga forgetting the condoms. Fuck me. Mm. Right? So yeah, this is my pull out game week. Right? So I'm like, fuck. Mind you, we record downtown library. All right? Um, I see a group of white women walking past me and I asked her. I was just like, hey. I know this sounds odd. I prefaced it. I know it sounds odd, but I my debit card is stuck in here. I can't pull it out because of my nails. Would you mind just grabbing it for me? She literally, one of them turns to me and says, I don't know what I can do to help you. She's like, no, what she said was, I don't have anything to help you with. I said, sis, I'm not asking for spare change. You don't have hands. I just need you to pull my debit card. I said, you know what? Good luck and God bless. We have a security guard here, and I love her, and I wish I knew her name, but she's a black woman. She recognizes me and Cal every time we walk in, and I see her standing outside. I'm like, hey, girl, can you come help me? Instead of giving me the what for, she walks straight towards me. So it's like, what's up? Are you okay? I said, I, my debit card. She was like, oh, nails. And helps me pay for my shit, and she's like, go make it on time. And I know, I don't know if it's because she's a black woman or because, like, we've built that rapport with her, but I just know that, like, when a black woman sees another black woman in like in any type of situation in need, and the, and I know this is a very first world problem because Alex cut your fucking nails down, cut your fucking nails down. But you're not gonna do that. So. I'm not gonna fucking do that because why should I have to? But at the same time, it's like, or I could download the app and like get with the times. But at the same time, it's just like, dog, I get it. I'm black. I'm downtown. You people beg for change. Off, but I wasn't begging you for shit. You know what I'm saying? And no offense, I don't look homeless. I'm not homeless. But at the same... Because you can tell 
when somebody's pandering for change and when somebody actually needs genuine help. And it's just like, it just reaffirmed the fact that like there, I'm, I'm thankful that the maybe two and a possible white women I have around me understand. They get it. So it just, anyway, pissed me off on my way in. But my weekend for the most part was cool. Um, what did I do on Friday? Friday, no, Friday we went to dinner. It was me, um, Alaska, and Rob. We went to dinner um, at Lavinio. Cool aesthetic, terrible service. Really? Really? The aesthetic was beautiful. I, I've been in there. I, I went in there and I was like, okay. It's a little, my service was trash. A little cute, little, little, but. I get it. It was a Friday night. My reservation was at 845. I guess they had cut a server too early and they got this big rush. And my, my waiter looked overwhelmed. She was terrible, though. Even with that, and I'm not the type, I work in the service industry. I'm not the type to give anybody a hard time, but I do expect a certain level of service because I know the kind of service that I give. So it was trash, like, in all honesty. I asked to speak to the manager just to, you know, give her, you know, let him understand that we get it, we're busy, but we shouldn't be neglected because you're busy. And I still tipped her. Yeah. Like, I'm not a terrible tip. Like, that's a pet peeve of mine. Like, you go out with me and you become a terrible tipper, I... I I will not go out with you. Or if you give the waiter a hard time, I will never go out with you again. Like, exercise some patience. I'm not that entitled. Don't give the, the waiter a hard time, but also, if my food's wrong, fix the shit. Period. Get it right. You know what I'm saying? I, and I understand accountabilities. Whatever, sometimes it's the kitchen, sometimes it's you, but at the end of the day, my food has to leave your hands to come to my table. You should be checking that shit, too. Anyway. Um, so Side note. Lavino's fried chicken tacos. Bye. Bye. I've had nothing to do with your story. I just felt like no, that. they are fire. Yeah, they are fire. Service was terrible. I was like, they were like, we well, should come back for lunch. I'm, we'll try it, maybe. Um, also, that's small play thing. See, also, so here's a game, right? We, game recognized game. Um, don't go to Lavino expecting it to be a cheap it was situation. Not cheap. It was not at cheap. all, like because they believe in small plate shit, right? So it's like the small places communal. They want everybody to kind of try a little bit of everything. Blah, 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 blah. However, for small plates, are priced like big plates. And you look at the menu, you look at the menu you're like, oh, okay. And then you come out, it's Oh, like, my bill, I don't know how. I got crab lobster cakes, duck fat fries, and then we split an appetizer. And I got a glass of wine because I knew we were going out afterward. And I think my bill was like $65. Run it up, run it up, run it up. And, I'm, and I was just like... You started doing the math. Like, yeah. carry one, times like, a two. Take my card, but this is a lot. For what I got. It was like, take my card, but I'm going to dispute the charges. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nigger. City boy. <laughs> All 20. Nigger with the hard ER, nigger. Because that was some ghetto <laughs> shit. Listen, if, if, for all my people who've watched Atlanta and remember the episode <laughs> where he was counting down, he was like, fuck, fuck, only got $60 to count. God, fuck, you really going to make me pay for... Uh, all right. And then he, at the end of the day, he was like, yeah, I want to report my car stolen. <laughs> <laughs> City boy. Anyway, Ern was the original city boy. That nigga finessed. He finessed everything. Anyway, so Friday was Friday was um, really cool. I ended up bar hopping, went home, whatever. That was cool. Um, Saturday, Saturday was a day party. Mm-hmm. You had to work because you know slavery. Slavery. As soon as I got off work, you actually, did, you did the me. race. I did the fucking race. Let me rewind. We started kicking on Thursday because it was Santana's. It was Queen's birthday. Shout out to DJ K- Kitty Cat. Love you. Um, <laughs> she came down all the way from Cleveland to kick it with us, so I appreciate that. We'll kick it with Tana. But Tana's like, y'all go do girl shit. And like, because here's the thing, because again, Tana being the real nigga that he is, 
Um, he understands that like Shorty needs like feminine energy to counteract the male energy, the testosterone. Also, right. Tana's not from here. Right. So it's not like Tana can really show you around as much because he's like, nigga, I'm trying to figure out the city. So you get your you, you, you get your bullpen in. Um, shout out to uh, Brittany as well because she her luck since the yes. uh, real estate company had had this happy hour kind of just like for pride and kind of just showing what they can do and just making themselves more aware. We've really been drunk since Wednesday, Thursday. That event was on Thursday. Oh, that that listen that that event was on Thursday. It was open bar. Until like eight thirty, you know, we that's Did more than enu- more than enough time for us. Honey. And so then y'all was like, "We going to Tana's house." I was like, "That's far." So we went to Tana's a pregame because Queen had just pulled up, and then we went to R. I mean, not R&B night. It was the Thursday ki- pull well, up. I, and I'm yeah. like, "That's far." I and like, we did that. Got hookah. Got was drinking. I had a ball on Thursday. Okay. Then Friday rolled around. Did the race after work, went to dinner, kicked it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. They were trying to get me to go to the privilege, and I was like, absolutely not. And if anyone listens to this that works at said privilege, understand, it's not you. It's not you. But, and it's not even necessarily the crowd, because again, niggas, niggas with the cameo multiple times on purpose before it got shut down. We were in cameo. We were in aqua. We were in the Ritz. Cub 51. All, all of them. Places. Velvet. Velvet. Yo, shout celebrities! Out, shout out to the mix on Fridays. Mix on Fridays. If you've been, if you were a second Saturday vet, hey, <laughs> if you know six hundred one, shout out to six hundred one. You know, shout out to six hundred one. <laughs> and listen, for my suburban kids, Metropolis. Whoa, nigga! Hey, but my first club experience was Metropolis Street <laughs> Teen Night. Listen, Metropolis will bring out Fairfield, Forest Park, and Springdale. It brought us all out. Do you know how many little boys I got broken up with in the middle of Metropolis? <laughs> <laughs> I did. Hey, listen, Metropolis tri- Teen Night was the biggest. It was on Sundays in summer. It was on. It was on every Sunday where you didn't have to go to school on Monday. Yep. So during the summer it was lit, and if you didn't have school on Monday, Metropolis was open right behind. Um, his name Mills. Mills. We used to have that. We used to parking lot pimp. I remember. Do it had extra- to because there was no listen. There's teen night, so they there was no bar. They charge your dumb ass twenty to get in, and niggas just paid it because niggas ain't know any better. And then we used to survive off water and Red Bull because that's all you could get served. And we used to really think we was in there being grown. Man, we used to really think we was in there. Being but I remember grown. in Metropolis, we again didn't know any better. They had the anti-black dress code. Had to make sure you was buttoned up, tucked up, and all that shit. Oh, yeah. I remember my boyfriend at the time getting kicked out because his shirt became untucked after I twerked on him, and he broke up with me in the parking lot. <laughs> I paid $20, and my shirt came untucked, and I didn't want to pay it. I was coming out here to see you. I, I can still remember the argument. Wow. Listen, memories. And the age range from Metropolis was, was like, like... 14 to 18. Period. And then I remember a couple 19-year-old niggas sneaking in there. I was just like, dog. Like, first and foremost, it was 14 to 18, which in itself, when you're in that age range, is wild, right? Because 18-year-olds or 14-year-olds have no business, like, really. 18-year-olds can get into regular clubs. So I never, as I sit here, like, 10 years past that, and I'm like, damn, that was wildly inappropriate. Yeah. Like, because these niggas can get into regular clubs. Right. So why, and it was like, mind you. But you had to have a student ID. True. As long as you had, like, a student ID from that year, you were good. Like, student well, in the area, because, you know, like... Yeah, they weren't letting... I remember Metropolis got shut down when, like, the city found out that it was open for teen night, and them niggas came in there banging. I mean, 
banging, banging. Like on site. <laughs> on site in the middle of the party. I was like, oh wow. Yeah, my mama said, my mom made up me and my twin stop going. Like, y'all gotta chill out. Y'all can't go back to my shops. And I remember because I remember because I, I didn't even drive in high school, right? Because I, I didn't have a car. Same. So I would I would have one of my niggas come swoop me. Hey, that was what we were like, come scoop. <laughs> Where you go? Come scoop. I remember doing extra chores to get that $20 because they only charge women 10 or girls 10. So they charge us 10. Five women went to my homegirl. The other five went to us like a Red Bull or water. The water was free. They gave us Red Bull. Red Bull was like $3. I'm like, okay, bomb. Spent that whole 20. That 20 felt like $100 to me back then. Now 20 feels like a dollar. 99 cents, actually. <laughs> like, I know, as an adult, we know taxes. Like, so, <laughs> 20. That shit don't even feel good. It just doesn't. You get a 20 in your hand, you're like, this is gone. <laughs> All right. Having a full, like, a whole 20 in my hand feels like I broke a bigger bill. <laughs> like it, it really is. Like, damn, like, like... Even if I pull a 20 out the ATM, I'm like, dog, I just broke a bill. Because it was like, damn, I had to, I had to get my hair cut. Like, so I had to pull off the 20s. and <sighs> Being an adult is trash. I, that's Long why I don't short. carry cash right now. I do not carry cash because it's gone. It's gone. It, bur- it, bur- it burns a hole Mm-mm. in your pocket. And it's like... Uh, so, yeah. Saturday was sweet. Um, ended up actually we ended up at the day party. Then we pre-gamed. Excuse me, pre-game with Torian, which was cool. Shout out to him for hosting. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, player. Treehouse was on garbage, so we ended up at the white bar across the street. Uh, Rosedale. Rosedale was cute. All right, let's rewind back to the parts I actually remember. <laughs> so before we pulled up to Torian's, we because Diddy was with me. And before we pulled up to Torian's, I was like, you know what? I feel like it's one of those nights. Let me stop and grab a bottle. So I got a bottle of Duce. Duce and lemonade. J and B. You know what I'm saying? And so pull up. We killed that bottle. Like, it was gone. Grand opening, grand closing. Period. Right. And then, then, because I remember I told Joe S. I was like, I need to eat. So we ordered pizza. I go get it, but I I Ubered to the function. So my car's not there. So wait, whose car did you take? Torian's. Oh. And mind you... My nigga, I needed to roll the windows down in order to be able to see where the fuck I was Bro, going. Bro, his tent is so illegal. I was about to, I, I won't try to drive Mitch, but like, I had to roll the windows down because I'm first and foremost. Ooh, wait a minute. You was driving with them Kappa plates. Nigga, niggas drive AKA plates. Oh, God damn Woo! Sermon. <laughs> Sermon, sermon. Listen, you see an AKA's car, and you see a nigga who's like, like money bag yo driving it. You're just like, all right. Dick must be phenomenal. <laughs> Ain't none of my business. Phenomenal. But yeah, so I had to turn the, I had to turn the windows down because I'm like, I need to see. I'm like, focus. I'm like, all right, let's get in, get this shit, get back because I shouldn't be driving. Period. So we got pizza, right? And I'm just like, all right, got some pizza in my system, took a couple shots, feeling it. We're, I didn't drive. We had Shawnee, because Shawnee came down, too, for part two of her birthday weekend, because her first one, it was mid-burger mid with cheese. Mid-burger mm. with cheese. We had to redo it. We had to run it back. Period. So we're like, fuck it. Torian's like, I'll drive. I stand a king. <laughs> and so me, Tor- me, you, Torian, and Shawnee, and y'all got this cup. And I'm like, oh, that's more liquor. Cool. I can keep drinking <laughs> on the way to the function. And so y'all passing the cup got around. Em. We get to the, like, the bottom of the cup, and Diddy's like, y'all kill this. I'm like, great. So me and Shawnee killed the rest of the cup. And then I'm just like, what was that? Because I'm like, I'm with my black, I'm with my black, my black men. They're going to hold me down. They would never do no fucked up shit. Like, give me a hundred proof fucking whiskey. Is that fucked up shit, though? I got out the car woozy. 
That's not on me. It's not on any of us. Because remember, the, you. the drive, literally, the drive from Torian's apartment to the function is less than 10 minutes. I st- in those 10 minutes of time, I stood up and I was like... You was in the Matrix. Down goes Frazier. I almost died. <laughs> I was like, I'm getting ready to throw up. Luckily, my mom ain't raised no hoes. And I threw up when we got home. We appreciate... We appreciate that. Because I'd have ruined the whole night. Y'all just had to put me back in the car. <laughs> all right. All right. Not to go. Here's the thing, though. It was only you. The rest of us were fine. Fine. All right. So then I'm like, all right, cool. We compose ourselves. I'm a man. You know what I'm saying? I'm a grown man. I'm a grown man. ass man. Right? So we pull our shit together. Walk into Rosedale. And adorable bar. I remember we told the bartender, oh, it's Shawnee's birthday. Two more shots. I know, little bitch. So I took two more shots. Right? Took another shot with Shawnee. I drank whatever Torian ordered, and... We ordered Jameson ginger ale, because a real nigga. Don't remember the rest of the night. I don't remember making it home. I remember getting to Torian's, praying to the porcelain god. He gave me headache medicine, made me down a bottle of water, and I woke up. Stan a gentleman. I woke up in his bed, and he was just like... There were pillows lined up between us. He was like, listen, I don't need no smoke. (laughs) Um, Facts. No listen. smoke, Alex. Where, where my friend group, where I come from, the cloth that I am cut from. I say I, because I can't speak for every other nigga. The cloth my niggas are cut from. If you even look like you too drunk, now nah, I'm mm-hmm. good. I won't even get. I won't even get. I won't even get hard. Nope. Mm-hmm. He put me literally on the the closest. Like put me in the bed. I woke up like I don't. I guess I messed up my dress or whatever. Put me in a t shirt. Everything, all undergarments still intact, all of that. He's like, the only reason why I changed your T-shirt was because, like, change your dress because you got a little, little something on it. And I didn't want you to fall asleep in that. Not in my bed. I was like, fair. I was like, well, why didn't you just put me on the couch? I'd have been fine. I figured out he had two other women crash in the house. Like, his friends, he had more friends come from out of town. And we'll get to that. Whew. Spice. Right. And then he has a guest room, but his guest room was also occupied. So I was just like... Okay. Makes this sense. Makes sense. The right. math is math thing. Or Alex could have just not that gotten that fucked up. Eh. Or. Both of, both of those are. Or. Both of those are. I could have just kept my fucking shits together. Okay. So I'm like, okay, cool. I woke up and miraculously, a bitch did not have a hangover. Shout out to Torian and whatever. Like, he gave me some caffeinate. Caffeine. He gave you et cetera. Yeah. Like, he, I think that's what it was. We call, we call them senso beans. Because, like, literally, like, Every time I drink, because again we get noted now, we gotta 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 prepare ourselves before and after. Every time before I drink, I make sure I take B complex. Shout out to Omicron, shout out to Omicron, aka because they were the first ones to put me onto that. Uh, B complex because I'm like, look, you know, it generally cuts down hangovers. Also, more more times than not, I make sure I have some Pedialyte at the crib because dehydration is the key is what the source of hangovers. Brooke ass gave mixed Pedialyte and Duce. Who who did that? Brooke. And I was like, yo. What? Like, what in the... I don't know why, but it felt like I was getting crossfaded. Like, I was... Bro, what in the Negro, nigga? That's when you use the hardy. Bro, what? <laughs> I'm going to dehydrate you and hydrate you at the same time. It was like the Tyra Banks meme. Yeah. I'm going to hydrate you, but get you drunk. Right. <laughs> Bro, I was lost. But anyway. yeah, hangover, dehydration is a source of hangover. So I make sure I have B-complex before. I got Pedialyte and we call them Excedrin or Sensu Beans. If you feel like 
you're getting a headache. Because when I get dehydrated, I get headaches in general. So if you yeah. feel like you're getting a headache before you before you knock it out. He refused. He was just like, you're going to take this before you go to bed. You're going to finish that bottle of water so I know you're like, so I know you're good. And I'm sitting there woozy as shit. I can't hold my head up. Like I'm looking like a two year old. He was just like, this, this is pitiful, Alex. Like, this is sad. Because I remember, I remember taking my dress off to put on a t-shirt. He's like, you need to change. As I'm going to get makeup on my dress. He was like, I'll pay for the dry cleaner. I just, I can't have you sleep in this. I was like, okay. <laughs> Nigga, you had me at pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking goofy. You so, fucking goofy. So, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like half-assed. I'm like, I'm I'm out of my mind. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. I, I can't recall the last time I got fucked up like that. So it's not a habit, guys. I can hold my liquor, but I just know my limits. 100 proof anything is not it. Right? So Sunday rolls around. Niggas are, are okay. We're live. Right. Even though, so shout out to Alaska. Fuck nigga, uh, because yo, what happened to him? So, so, my, so my nigga Alaska brunch was his idea, right? Oh, I caught him. And and and, and, and my nigga and my nigga had that had 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 the headache and had the, had the rumbles. He was like, I can't call it, which I respect. However, yo, determined ass, because you woke up all excited to energize at nine thirty in the fucking morning. Oh, because I called y'all. I called. I made my calls. You okay? Are you okay? You okay? Everybody's good? All right. Brunch is at noon. See you soon. And, and meanwhile, I'm just like, can we not? Like, no. I'm, I'm over here like, I would, I really want to flake on this. But I already told Jade that we were coming. So, nah. I was like, I really want to flake on this. No. And turns out we should have flaked on it. All right. <laughs> My Tori- intuition. Hear me out. Was right. Torian, babe, I know you're listening. I know you're going to hear this. And me and Calvin and the rest of us at the other end of the table, we love you. So he had some out-of-town guests, right? And Torian made brunch plans with us before he figured out that he was going to have guests. It was more or less like, oh, we're in town too. And he figured they would make, they had their own agenda. He had his because, of course, he made plans with us. Right. And I was just like, okay, cool. Not a problem. So we're getting ready to go to brunch. So it, mind you, so mind you, I'm because at this point I'm isolated because I'm at my own apartment getting ready while everybody else is at Torian's. Right. You know, con- congregating together right. for the most part. So Shani meets us at Torian's house because she didn't want to drive. And me and her were gonna go do girl shit afterwards anyway. Right. So I was like, well, just meet me at Torian's. So she walks through the door and I let the ladies know. I was just like, hey, uh, first of all, I woke up. Didn't realize that they were even in the house. Like, when I fell asleep, didn't know they were there. So when I woke up, I was still in just this T-shirt. And I walk out, and I see the living room to my left. And I'm just like, oh, my coochie's hanging out. Like, my bad. Like And, and people and... And people that I didn't know were here before I closed my eyes are now in the house. So now I have questions. You know what I'm saying? My, my antennas are up. My spidey senses are tingling. Uh-uh. Now I'm uncomfortable. So I'm just like, I go back and I'm like, Torian, who are they? Oh, yeah, you were passed out. That runs through the whole scenario. I'm like, okay. You know what? Math is still mathing. Math makes sense, right? So then Shawnee walks through the door and the first thing they say to her is, oh, you're going to lunch too? And Shawnee was like, two? Excuse me? (laughs) Pardon me. Pardon me? Who are you? And so she's like, Alex, a moment. (laughs) Because what what y'all don't realize about my good friends or we... They don't like people. And the, and the thing is, I, I find it funny because no one ever calls me mean, but everyone else around me is mean as hell. And, I 
or or this at least they don't like new friends. I'm they don't like new people. Here's the thing, okay? How we meet is very, very, very important. How like first impressions are lasting impressions. I stand by that. Not saying that you can't like change the trajectory, right? That's that's I'm not what sure I'm saying. I've changed the trajectory on a lot of things. Hell yeah, same, same. That's not you know what I'm saying, but. How we shape this matters. And Shorty came in wild. She came in hot. She came in hot. She came in real hot. And, and that was a spoiler alert for the rest of the day. That should have been the, if, in the movies, you know how they foreshadow shit? That was the foreshadow of the rest of the fucking morning, right? So Shawnee was just like, I know we had extras. I said, me neither. What are you talking about? And she ran it down. So I said, I waited until, I, you know what I'm saying? Everybody was out of the house and we were migrating to our cars. And I... Pulled Tori to the side. I said, what's going on? Because I have Calvin and Jay getting ready to meet us. And we didn't know that we had extra people. He's like, um, those are my guests. Didn't He's like, put them in a peculiar situation because those are his guests. He didn't make plans with them, but he can't exclude them because, again, they are his guests. Right. So I'm just like, it's not your fault. They really just did insert themselves into our plans. We'll accommodate because we're not rude, but understand we don't appreciate that shit either. It, yeah, I think that's the best way to describe it. You know it. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. nah, we weren't pl- we weren't planning for that. Because here's the thing, I'm, mind you, we're coordinating over three different cell phones. Jade drove herself down. So she right. It's a lot going on right now. And then you add the factor in the fact that we now we're going to have to entertain this table with people we don't fucking know after a night of drinking. You're asking me for a lot. Because mind you, the number changes because it's easier to find a group of five to a table with a group of eight. You and know it what I'm saying? Eight of us. And then we expect decent service. Let's fast forward, right? So, all right, fuck it. Tori volunteered to drive. I stand him because he is always down to drive. I fucking hate it. I drive to everything. I'm done. So, I, we realized, me and Shawnee looked at each other. It was like, are your guests also riding with you? He's like, well, yeah, parking-wise, it makes sense. I'll say, I'll, I'll take my car. Me and Cocaine Cruise, we got it. Because so one, me and two, Shani, three, yeah, that, that, number, that uh, math ain't mathing. Math is no longer making sense. One of the homegirls. Started smoking a cigarette before she got in the car, and I'd be goddamned if I smell like habits I don't have because I wanted to sit next to you in a car because I didn't want to drive. It, no. Cigarettes are like, don't do it. Just, uh, and no shade because there are folks in my family who smoke. Same. That's your preference. But if I have a choice in not being around it, my choice is to not be around it. But there's also like, niggas know, don't smoke in my house. Don't, like, take that shit the fuck outside. No. I don't care if it's 20 degrees, 50 degrees, 80 degrees. The only out. thing you can smoke in my house is weed. Everything else you got to go and outside. And even still, you smoke weed in my house. Take it outside because I don't need my shit smelling like smoke because I don't smoke. Weed. I don't need my shit smelling like smoke. Weed is okay because, like, for me, weed is the only thing I'm, like, okay with. All right, fine. Cool. Because it's an easy scent. Like, that's an easy scent. It's more of an herb. You know what I'm saying? You, weed is an easy scent to clean out of your house. What's not easy is your cigarettes and black and milds and cigars and shit. No. That shit got to go outside. So, anyway, I didn't want to sit next to Shorty for that reason exactly. I don't like the smell of it. It makes me nauseous. I'm tired. So, um, we get to brunch. It's a small wait. We get to our table. We actually all pull up at relatively the same, same time. Same time. So, it was easy to seat us. We didn't have to wait too long. We sat outside. It was, it was right before I started to get too, too hot on Sunday. So, it was perfect. Right? Speaking of tutu, God, whatever you cooking is done. It's done. It's done. It's burnt. Take it out the oven. We were tired of the rain. Not, not, nigga. Nigga. We said we wanted sunshine, not 95 degree temperature. I feel like God was like, here, nigga. Oh, y'all want some sun, huh? Huh? Here, take this shit. Take that. Take, take that. all of it. 
It was supposed to rain yesterday, didn't? It was supposed to rain today a little bit. It started to look like, and guy was like, ha, thought you had a friend. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> but no, so we get to brunch, and the short, mind you, Torian's friends, they're, at this point, they're cool. We're, we've accepted it. We don't like it. We've accepted it, Because, though. listen, you put me in a room full of vultures. I'm going I'm to I'm eat. And the difference is, I've, of a, two out of the three... I know, like, I, I, I knew them, I've seen them previously. You know what I'm saying? Because I've hung with them. And I'm, I'm also not going to be ever be rude to anybody. I'm not going to go out of my way to be rude to you. If I've ever been rude to you, it's because you earned that shit. Please understand. Like, my mama, one thing we don't do is rude. And if I'm rude to you, it's either because I know you well, and that's how we banter, or you got me fucked up, right? So we get to brunch, and mind you, these women inserted themselves into our plans. The waiter came to her first and was just like, can I get you anything? She's like, no, I'm not hungry. Now, let's break this down. You decided to insert yourself into a brunch. And then had the nerve, the, the unmitigated gall, the audacity to not be hungry at said brunch. That you begged to come to. Nobody sat her down. Because I remember at the house, Torian sat down next to Shorty and was like, what y'all finna do? Which is and then universal she goes, code for, I'm about to... But I got moves. moves to make. So what you finna do? Shorty was just like, oh, I thought we were going to brunch. Torian looked up and I said, okay. I said, all I, that's all I needed to see. Okay. I can't even get mad at you no more. Can't because you tried. So, and you can't be rude. Because I know I, I know what I would have done in that situation. I can't say I would have acted different. Yeah, so, like you, those, are, <clears throat> those are his guests. And 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 where we come from as as a culture, if they're staying in my house or if I, I'm, I'm respons- responsible for if them. I'm responsible for them, I'm gonna make sure that look whatever I got going on, I have to be able to include them, I, on. or at least invite you, or let you know that I have something to do and give you enough time to skedaddle, right? Anyway, anywho, so Shorty comes to brunch, doesn't order anything. I think at that point, I hit the group chat. I made a group chat, actually. <laughs> Me, you, Jade, and Shawnee called Table Talk. And the memes got the flying. <laughs> it was almost like we simultaneously all looked at each other and was like, check your fucking phone. And, 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 and first and foremost, shout out to Jade's petty ass. Because Jade, Jade, Jade started hitting it with fucking bangers and haymakers. Yo, and I don't have a poker face, so I sat at that brunch and died. I don't give a fuck. There was a good. I have a poker face. I just didn't care to use it. There was a good twenty minutes. There were actual tears streaming down my face. That's for other reasons because you kept walking into bullshit. I was fucking. I was dead. I was. So, it was so fucking funny. Y'all niggas don't know peace, and it's fine. But I Sunday was a lot. So after we left brunch, waxed up, pedicured up, and I'm good for Dallas because I leave tomorrow morning. Shout out to you. I stay in the city. I and I, I got to fucking work. So there's that. I took a vacation. My director was like, oh, I was expecting you to call off today. I said, sir, that was an option. Can I go now? And he's like, <laughs> funny. Because Dave Matthews is next door. So, and then the two executives are actually on property so they can take their wives to the concert. And I was like, this is annoying. <laughs> he was like, wait a minute. How dare you present that to me before, after the fact? So I had to be on property extra a little bit. And it was just like, I, I was like, Dave, at 529, I'm doing the race. And he's like, okay, I can't. Okay. As long as all your responsibilities are handled before you go and everybody knows that you're gone, I said, they can call my cell phone. Worst case scenario. 
And it better be the worst case scenario. I better be the only bitch that can fix this issue. That, that reminds me. I hate when, um, because when I set out my outer office, like I'm, I'm a pure. Oh, believer. my outer office was set at five twenty-five. I'm a, pu- I'm a, I'm a huge believer of like that work gonna be there when, when I, I get, get back. back. And so when I set up my outer office, I gen- I have directions as far as like I always make sure I, like, I, have, I have no access to voicemail or email during the time frame. So don't try mm-hmm. to call. No, I'm not gonna answer. A, and here are the people that you do need to reach out to just in case shit goes left. Yep, and I already told him, I said, you are copied on every email or every open project I have right now. Please and thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, then you come yeah. back and like, I, I, I emailed you. Not, it, my automatic replies are set. If you don't read and follow the instructions, it's not on but me. But see, also, for, I work in entertainment. So it's really hard for me to say, okay, you know, oh, it's a holiday. So folks are going on holiday. This is peak season for us. It's concert season. It's racing season. It's a lot. So when everybody is off of work, it's typically when we're the busiest. We work on the same schedule because, like, I work with a lot of business owners. They ain't fucking working in July, horse. They're not. They're not. They wasn't working this entire week, actually. A lot of businesses take holiday now through Monday. So... Okay, I took one too. I asked my director. I said, "Do I need to stick around? Is that a blackout day?" He's like, "You're fine. Put that shit in May. You knew in May I was not going to be here. Try it." So yeah, Monday was actually really cute. Um, shout out to Joey. He sponsored. I guess he's sponsored by Tito's now. Or he, he we worked with the Tito's brand. Um, and then he threw like this Tito's Monday event. Um, which is at Gala Park. Super cute. Gala Park is adorable. One thing I didn't like about it, and I think we're I think we're about to say the same thing. Go ahead. That food. Was delicious going down. Terrible. Just terrible leaving. Just. I woke up this morning and I was just like, oh, no. Not before my vacation, you won't. However, I am a little slimmer now. Because that shit. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't eat a lot of red meat. So I'm like, I did have a, one of those little burger sliders. I did have some of their chicken. A couple of like their little crudite, which is cool. But like crudite, excuse me, with my pinky up. Um. Yeah, and then on top of that, I don't drink vodka. Not at all. Tito's is definitely fucking vodka. Like, it's the vodka of vodka. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know if it's the, I don't think it was the food. The food was great. I think it's the fact that I drink, I drank liquor that I don't typically drink, and it fucked me up. Because it, it fucked me up, too. And, like, I'm literally, I woke up, so I leave, I leave a function, function ends at 10, I leave, and I'm like, you know what? I went home. I'm going to go home. I'm going to go to sleep because you know what? Maybe I could try, finally get eight hours. Right? I ain't, get, I ain't got eight hours or eight years. Like, I haven't gotten eight hours of sleep this week since I was... Mm-mm. You know, so I'm like, all right, cool. I wake up at four o'clock in the fucking morning and it, it, it feels like someone is literally grabbing my small and large intestine and squeezing that bitch like, ha, got your dumb ass. And, if, and the fucked up thing was for me, it wasn't even... It wasn't. It, it wasn't even remedy by using the restroom because there was nothing there after a certain. It was just like it just cramps. It's like some bullshit. And every time, and every time my stomach does some bullshit, I remembered that y'all go through this every time you have your period. I'm like, you know what? Shout out to y'all because I'm not yeah, doing. This. Your fucking stomach ain't last thirty minutes. Imagine that shit lasting seven fucking days. Shout out to me. I only have three, but it's just. Uh, no. Imagine dealing with someone who's dealing with that shit for seven fucking days. Yeah. Listen. Hear me out. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, friend. But, but also, one side thing. Um, Gallup Park, but I ain't it appreciate... It was super cute. I ain't appreciate them putting us all in the back like that. No, I appreciate it because it was still operating hours. And it gave us some privacy. 
I was I, I did appreciate. It. I don't think Joey got the whole restaurant. So them giving us a section with a DJ booth, the aesthetic was very cute. We'll agree to disagree. What, what we got? Into, we didn't talk about for thirty five minutes about goddamn motherfucking nothing. All right. So, so where we at? here goes Chris Brown, a fucking gin. Um, and we and this is going to lead into a bigger discussion. But great because this we could this we could spend all day. All right. I didn't listen to the album yet. I've heard good things. I'll probably give it a spin to, if I'm going to be honest about it. But we know how I feel about Chris Brown. At, but one thing, at, with all the opinions of Chris Brown, valid and of un, invalid, the boy is talented. That's not the argument. <laughs> That's not, and, and if we're being honest, the king R&B... That conversation starts with Chris Brown. You have to disqualify Chris Brown in order to make an argument for somebody else. That's and 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 you can disqualify him for whatever reason that you may want, but you have to understand that the King R&B, you have to start with Chris Brown, and then you have to decide if you're disqualifying him before you talk to anybody else. We can argue that, but I do think he's a part of the conversation. I'll leave that there. Okay. And and I know how you feel, so I know you saying he's a part of a conversation. It's about the biggest concession I'm going to get from you. The biggest. But for everybody else, it started Chris Brown. Everyone else, you try to bring in that conversation. If if we just if it wasn't for the fact that Chris Brown, by all by all documented cases, is a terrible human being, there would be no conversation. And I agree with that because so, he's he's still selling out arenas even after everything. So and. That just that's that's more speaks to our, my our culture, but that's not again not the conversation, right? So Chris Brown apparently allegedly. So on one, uh, so on on one of the songs called "Need a Stack," he has a line in there where it's like, "I only want black." He's like, "I only fuck with black women with the good hair." Everybody knows what kind. So when you say good hair, right, in reference in cultural references, you're talking about the girls with like the three B. 3A hair, it's curly, it's really soft, it's, it's valuable. And, and, but the fucked up thing about that is... It's like when you say you want a girl with natural hair, that's your preference. Like, okay, you want a girl with that natural curly hair that's, like, easy to run your fingers through and, you know, typical light-skinned women hair. And the, But the fucked up thing about that is, is because it's very easily could also mean I just don't want a chick with fucked up hair. It's like, it, it's, it's, it's kind of like, what's the name of that test for you? They kind of tell your personality based off of what you see. I think it's called the Rorschach test. I'm probably I'm definitely mispronouncing that. But there's a test where, in psychology where they show you a blot of, like, black ink. And depending on what you see, it's like, okay, I can tell how you think now. And so, so with that, like, obviously, that's one connotation of good hair. Another connotation and the one that Chris, Chris says he meant was, I just don't want it fucked up. I just don't want it to look bad, whatever the case may be. So... Here's, and depending on your biases on Chris Brown is, is going to depend on how you feel he believes it. And this is how I knew that the day was just going to go downhill from here when it came to social media and when I logged off for real is when Jess Hilarious responded to Chris and I was just like, it must be Cognitive Dissidence Day because you're a dizzy bitch. Listen, I, this is why... At least, she, at least she got her ass and her thigh ratio t- together. Finally. But that's, again... Not here to slant. I'm not. But it's just like, says, not a couple months ago, you were the same one getting an Arab man kicked off because you felt threatened. So now you're not the one to speak on this, sis. And your publicist, whoever, whatever little fake-ass wannabe team has behind you, they're just as stupid as you are because they should have been the ones to tell you that this is not your topic. And truth be told, a lot of y'all on the internet 
just shut the fuck up. <laughs> because y'all, not only are you guys throwing stones from glass houses, you guys are shooting without bulletproof vests. At all. And then be wondering why you got your dumb ass hit. Any fucking way, right? So, Chris, I didn't listen to the song, so I'm not necessarily personally offended, but I know, like, here's my opinion about it, right? Chris Brown has a type. We know what type of women Chris Brown likes, okay? It's obvious. <laughs> All his women, been aside from Rihanna, have been, actually, no, including Rihanna, yeah. have been foreign women of the lighter shade and the lighter complexion. Rihanna is a black woman. She's not a dark-skinned black woman. He likes his women on the typical, even his baby mother, his current girlfriend, Karushi Tran, all of them. Light-skinned women with curly hair. That is his preference. That's all you see him with. There's a lot of R&B niggas that all you see them with is light-skinned, exotic, non-black women. They're people of color. They're not black women. Let's be specific here, right? So for Chris Brown to say that, I think about the type of women that you you see with. Yeah, you want the light-skinned women with the fat ass and the long hair, and that's going to give you the black woman attitude without actually having to be a black woman. That's where my mind went. And I was just like, it was more for me annoying because it's like, okay, nigga, here you go being a typical-ass R&B-ass nigga. But my, I guess my but, question is, for both sides of a coin here, why was this the, the straw? That broke the camel's That back. was my second question. I said, Chris Brown has been abusive. Chris Brown has had a lot. I said, why? All right, these whole, we must protect black women. Where the fuck was this same protection at? With the same one of y'all niggas, like, y'all still support the nigga. Y'all still give this nigga your money. You still give him your spins. You still give him your time. You still do all that. And I really, really find it odd that, like, oh, we can separate the art from the artist trope is, is made for men and never women. We don't give that same pass to a specifically black women artists. Because if that's the case, we could have done it with Cardi. We could have done it with Nikki. We could have done it with a, a little Megan. It's like, y'all don't do that. So well, was, who doesn't do it with, who doesn't do it with Megan or Cardi? No. Nikki, Nikki's, Nikki, Nikki's a different story, but. Nikki's a person, Nikki makes money off of being corny at this point, but that's a different, I don't, I don't even want to go there. But, they don't. I see. I don't know. I think we just. I think on. We're, we're getting sidetracked because that's a different conversation. But I, yeah. But any even for the, so the niggas that don't support Chris Brown, why was this a big thing? It, this it, was it, the reason why you get him out the paint after he's abused multiple women. Every time you hear about Chris Brown in the headlines, it has something to do with him manipulating or abusing a woman. Whether the allegation is true or false, the reason why we believe it is because of his history. All right, take the Rihanna situation, and I've touched on this time and time again. But we, the pu- court of public opinion, we forgave Rihanna. I mean, excuse me. We, we forgave, forgave Chris, Chris Brown, Brown after Rihanna forgave Chris Brown. Exactly. So, but I was still looked at it funny in the light because, A, I'm a domestic violence survivor, right? So that always, you're always going to look funny in the light to me. Forgiveness or no forgiveness. Like, that's kind yeah, of, that's something hard to forgive, though. Like, that's something I forgive you for whooping my ass and put me in a potentially dangerous situation, life-threatening situation. But, like, I, for, and what? We, 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 we the nitpick for Chris Brown around, but the general public... Forgave Chris Brown as soon as Rihanna forgave him. It was like, okay. Right. Let me be the anomaly, right? So then we move on. They make music together. They are their friends again-ish. I mind my business, right? Then we got Karushi Tran. And it looks like he's in this healthy relationship with this girl. He, he, it looks like he's learned. He's went to rehab. Rehab, he's up. J- jail for him and came back like. Nope. Again, abusive. The girl went on national television, sat down with Iyala Toxic Van Zandt. And basically said she was once again another, like, because he met her, she was working at Nordstrom. 
So he met her working, quote unquote, plucked her out, put her on, made her famous, made her a household name, all of this. Now she's, you know what I mean? Rihanna, she's more than just Chris Brown's girlfriend. She's Karushi Tran. Like she, her name holds weight aside from him. And he's losing his fucking mind. Still, he lost his mind in a relationship. She got out of that situation. It took her two years to get um, a restraining order because the judge kept needing more shit. He wouldn't show up to court for that. She finally gets away from that, got a Victor Cruz. Ooh, Lord, just a tip. Just anyway. Stop lusting over other people's boyfriends. You're right. You're right. I, 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 I was wrong. But you know what I'm saying? She moved on. She's on a, a hit TV show. She's making her own money. She does not, ain't thinking about you. Here go Chris Brown, all in the comments, all in trolling her, popping up on her, doing this, doing just being real extra, being abusive. That's abuse. Just because that nigga ain't slapping you upside your motherfucking head don't mean he's not still manipulating you and it's not psychological and emotional abuse. Don't mean that that shit don't still have an effect on you. Let me be booed up happy with my next boyfriend and my ex-boyfriend is leaving fucked up ass comments. What? That nigga be shot. Mental illness. That's a problem. So now that Chris Brown once again opens up his fucking mouth to say something more dumb shit, it's like it's you've been Loki like okay problematic favish, but now it's just like maybe we need to just go ahead and let it go because you don't want to learn. You snort a line and do a black flip and niggas are all forgiving and I, I'm tired. But I think even that goes to a longer conversation about preference, right? And the fact that. People get mad at preference when they are not the ones that are, that are being preferred. Bong, bingo, nail on the head. Because as a man, as a man who ain't got a six pack, as a man who ain't got a beard, I, thank God I'm six. I'm over six foot. Otherwise, I'd just slam and be getting the fuck out the paint. <laughs> You'd been out the paint a long time ago. Thank God I got one thing going for Unless me. Unless you be 5'8". <laughs> Only person who like me is Alex. <laughs> So 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 thankfully. Fuck you, Calvin. Did you not say you're looking for your five eight king? Stop me when I'm wrong. Stop me when I start lying. The moment I said that, six three niggas just started hitting me up. So maybe. Just just speaking in the reverse, huh? We'll see. Say you like a broke nigga next, huh? Relax, beloved. <laughs> Anyways, so, but I see on the timeline all the time like women tweet about like if if you if if you not. Above six foot, don't my DMs are closed, or if you ain't got a full beard, we can't talk. If your beard don't connect, we can't connect. All sorts of preferential statements. Mm-hmm. Again, besides, and, and it's mostly things that niggas can't control. Niggas can't control how tall they are. Niggas and niggas can't control if they facial hair connects or not. But again, the game is a game. And so right. you as a man, you just gotta take it on the chest and realize that these motherfuckers are lying. Look at you making lemonade. <laughs> Listen, spike lemonade at that. You hear me? Okay. Cause you gotta understand this. Most of the time these women be lying. Cause I'd be looking at women's preferences that I've had sex with. And I'm like, you are a lying motherfucker. <laughs> Cause I I I check off approximately 1.5 of those. First of all. <laughs> I feel like, all right. But going back to uh, going back to the original point. But see, I also know that, like, there, I, if I had a preference, the men that I typically end up with are complete opposite of my preference. Like, it, it, that's happened. And, but I think it's one of those things where I think, I think the word of the day is over is overcorrection. Right. And so we talked about the colorism and we talked about, you know, the good hair tropes or, and those things that, that were in our culture, you know, from, from 
from the brown paper back test. And now we have overcorrected where anytime, and this is not necessarily applying to Chris, but this is more so in just general, that anytime a man speaks a preference, whether it be like, I want women, I want women with my own bag, their own bag, or I want women who don't have a kid, or I want women who already have a kid, because I ain't got to worry. Anytime a man says anything I want, his mentions are filled with trolls and women who are like, right. fuck you, nigga. So here's that. So here's, here's, there's two sides to that. I recognize A. And then you all, a lot of pick leaps out. And then a lot of insecurities get projected at the same time. And, and, and but the insecurity is the one that leaps out to me. It leaps out. Because a lot of pick would be like, that's how they subjugate themselves from being preferred to not being preferred. You know what I mean? I'm... Listen, some of the and you you argued with me earlier, but pick me men do exist. They do, and but it would be it would be something like uh, like 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 I saw this shit and a man was like trying like man I don't really like when my woman speaks for real, and then some girl was like man I haven't spoke for real for real like a year and a half. I'm like have some have some goddamn self respect, have some dignity, ho. But and but at the same time, it's like all right, I think I learned this early because. I speak for the medium ugly tribe, medium cute tribe. Like, b- get you a six and build Twitter. <laughs> All right. So I speak for those of us who weren't necessarily the preference. Like, that does not take away from the fact that I view myself as pretty. Or that does not take away from the fact that I view myself at how I view me. But I'm also very self-aware. And I hang out with a lot of beautiful women. And when we get approached as a group, I am not the first person that gets approached in my friend group. And that's fine because I'm secure. You also don't like niggas. I don't. But that's a different story. You wouldn't know that, though. But anyway, it's a different story. But it's also like, I know, but I know that. I'm not the first person to get approached. Like, I'm not. I'm also, you know what I mean? Not the, I don't think I'm ugly. I don't think I'm bad looking at all. But the 10 in the room, that, ain't, that doesn't belong to Alex. I, I wouldn't know what to do with that. And so, so and, and, and the thing is, and, and here's what we talk about with the tens in the room. And this is why people say get you a six and build. Because, because of how shallow we are as a culture, both men and women. Y'all give pretty women passes that I can't get away with. Fam. Br- br- like super duper bad bitches are the corniest women in the world. Super, and I mean, this qualifies for men too. The finer the man is, he is so fucking corny. And it's like those type of niggas think having a fat ass is, is a personality trait, think having a, a, a beard and a six-pack is a personality trait because we give them passes. And, and, then, and then I think this is why those pretty people end up with people that you would think are quote-unquote out of their league or on the other side, right? Like, you, how many times you walk around, you see a badass chick with a nigga, you're like, huh? I don't get it. Or how many times you see a fine-ass, in your world, a fine-ass nigga, and you're looking at this woman like, huh? She Be- does something for him. She challenges him, or yeah. he challenges her. And it may not be money, it may not, but it, because everyone wants a little pushback. Everyone wants a little dash of problematic. Oh, Everyone wants a little. Mm, oh, I'm going to get to this because mm, here's the thing. Because you're about to, I know where you're going to go and I'm going to net that in the bud right now. So me being a hard-headed little baby is preferred. No. Mm. There's, there, it, it's levels. Just like you know how you, you add a little bit of salt or a little to season the meal, but if you put too much salt, it fucks it up. 
Same thing applies. Like I was like sugar in the spaghetti. Yeah. Or you put a, if you put a little bit to cut the acidity, cool. We good. We in there. Put too much in that shit to taste sweet. No, you fucked up. And so, but it's like a little bit because you. It's not even stress because y'all y'all take problematic as stress or like challenge as stress. No, challenge me. Like if you see me doing some corny shit, instead of letting and I'm speaking speaking this, I'm not the ten in the room. My personality is a ten. If you add that to my wallet, I'm really good. Talk your shit, King. But challenge me. If you see if you see somebody do some corny shit. That nine times out of ten, people will let that corny shit slide because they're bad. And you're like, yo, that's corny. It fucks with them. And when it fucks with them, we're like, oh, this person has a backbone. This person is not just, just going to let me run all over them because of how I look or how much money I make. That is a respect <laughs> level. It's a respect level that comes into play. Yeah. Where, where, where the majority fuck up is they overdo that shit. And now, it, when I come home after a long day, it's, you feel like it's, it's time to play. It's time to run. I don't know. Let me let me watch Sports Center for an hour. Then we can get to whatever. You're about let to me talk. digress. Right. Let me decompress. Or, let me and stop texting me. We need to talk, and and then not deciding what we need to talk about. To oh no, sis, I'm gonna give us both anxiety. Yes, we do. Like I've been I've been waiting to talk to you. Actually, what you been talking about? We'll find out. Listen, <laughs> on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z, bitch. Fuck out of here. I will give us both anxiety. In this fuck out of here. Ain't neither one of us sleeping well tonight. Fuck you. Okay. Oh, I want to talk in person. Shit, all right. <laughs> I'm busy. You'll get curved. Don't play that game with me. But no, I, but see, back to my point, though. I think that when people get to talking about preferences is when you need to stand firm in who the fuck you are. I'm not for everybody. That's what makes the product special, right? Hey. Supply and demand. It, it affects with dating too. This man. Everybody, everybody can everybody can get to a McDonald's. Everybody can get to a Nobu's. Can't get to a Ruth Chris, Jeff Ruby's. Not everybody can do that. And here's the thing. Like, but there's th- a McDonald's on each corner. And also, there's a McDonald's on each corner. There's 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 restaurants that serve like, like restaurants. There's restaurants like Yard House in Cincinnati that serve everything. You can get pizza, wings, burgers. Pad thigh, Chinese, tacos, but it's never the best of any one thing. You're always getting a mid-burger of cheese with everything that you get at Yard House. You just go to Yard House when you don't know what you want. Yard House is the, I'm hungry, but I don't know what I want to eat of restaurants. Like Cheesecake Factory. Exactly. It's fucking gross. Or Applebee's. Ugh. However, you, you can get anything you want at Applebee's, but it's never going to be the high-grade shit. However, you go to a spot that specializes in one thing and one thing only. You go to your Jamaican restaurant, and she's like, we don't have that. Oh, it's fire. It's fire. Fire. But you, but you know, if you ask for anything besides them damn oxtails and rice, she's going to look at you like, get the fuck out of my store. Listen, I say this all the time. If I go to your restaurant, a hood restaurant, and the waiter's You're nice not, to me, and, oh, this, I'm leaving. The customer service is A1, I'm out. Listen, and if you're not serving some shit behind some bulletproof glass, I don't want it. If I have to come pick up my food after 8 o'clock, I want it. I want it. It's fire. And so the same thing applies here. Like, there are certain people who are palatable to everyone, right? But they very rarely inspire a level of devotion or a level of... Because everybody... Listen, some people like Henny Straight. Some people like Sweet Tea. Some people don't like the mixture. It's okay. Stand Here's the thing. I know who I am, and I think that's where I find my comfort in. You need to know who you are. He likes light-skinned women with fat asses. That does not mean you're not beautiful. 
He likes dark skinned, slender, dark skinned women. That don't mean that you're not valuable. He like listen, she likes niggas with abs. That does not mean you're not handsome. I prefer my niggas a little thicker. That don't mean that the nigga with abs isn't still fine. It's just not what I like. My point about it is this. I know I'm a particular type of woman. I have a particular type of style, and I'm I'm your favorite little shit talker. I'm going to challenge that ass. Uh, A lot of men that I've dated don't like that shit. That's fine. or, or Or they think they like it. Until they actually get into some type of conversation with me and we don't agree, and then you don't like it. Now I got a big ass mouth. I don't know when to shut the fuck just, up. Just like, I don't know my place. It's just, it's, it's, it's just like how women say they want a funny nigga and then realize just because I got with you, I ain't stop being funny. And other people laugh at my jokes too. That nigga ain't that who, fucking funny. Who, who's that bitch all LMAO and in your mentions? Do you, you forget that I'm funny? You forget that I'm personable. You forget that I know people. I ain't stop knowing people. I ain't stop being funny. I ain't stop being personable. I ain't stop being who I am just because you like me. Exactly. So the whole preference conversation is a little aggravating for me because it's like, my guy, some people don't like red meat. Some people don't eat chicken. There are vegetarians out there, pescatarians, allitarians. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but <laughs> Vegans. Some people, listen, some people are paleo. Some people are on keto. Like, look. Whatever your flavor is, I don't like chocolate ice cream. Does that mean chocolate ice cream is nasty? It means chocolate ice cream is nasty to me. That does not mean you cannot go enjoy the chocolate ice cream of your fucking dream. Get it double scooped, extra fudge, my nigga. Enjoy your shit. That does not mean that my shit's not just as great. It's just mine. I got, listen, divorcee with a child with stretch marks and my ass isn't fat and I'm bald headed. Very specific type here. That it's not gonna be for everybody. <laughs> hey, listen, and I'm 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 a shit talker. I, I I don't have abs. I know I know too many I know too many people, and have a bunch oh of oh fe- my god, and have a bunch of female friends. That I know too many people is getting on my fucking nerves. Here's the thing: I don't think I know too many people, but people that I'm that that are that I'm fucking with think I know too many people. So here's the thing: I do know a lot of people. And I met these people the same way you met me, out. So, <laughs> Oh, I hate the, you always go fucking out. Where did we meet? If I'm out, you out. Or are you always on Twitter? How do you think we met? I slid in your DMs. Or you're watching me, anyway. You're either out with me or you're watching me on IG. Either way, don't comment on that. Like, it's fucking annoying. Our bills paid, nigga. If I'm out, it's because I can afford to be. Next... So, um... Oh, I did want to talk about this. So, speaking of celebrities acting fucking ass. So, D.L. Hughley... <laughs> Next. <laughs> right. So, D.L. Hughley popped out his face and was just like, if you... He posted something. He said, he said, if you are canceling R. Kelly for the horrible things that he's done, and yet you still celebrate July 4th for Independence Day, you're a hypocrite. That's what he said. And somebody commented and was like, this is why we skipped your part in the Kings of Comedy. And I lost it. But it is. This is exactly but why also, we skipped Every part. time he says something, the troll, I mean, we talked about this earlier. Every time he says something, people come in, that, how your dead baby doing? You're like, shit. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know what's crazy? It's funny that he wants to talk about R. Kelly being, and he couldn't even defend his daughter when his best friend sexually assaulted her. So. But I think, I, I mean. It's just like, but. Honestly, again, a lot of people should just do a lot of shutting the fuck up. It's still free. And I, it's like, part, it is, again, it's a phrasing thing. It's like, and mind you, it's also being out in, out in touch with the culture. 
or not in touch with the culture. Excuse me. We know July Fourth ain't when we free, nigga. We Cincinnati just threw a Juneteenth celebration. So what we, we gonna do? So what? So so for D.L. Hughley and the rest of the niggas who want to put on their whole caps want to talk about this. All right. So what are niggas supposed to do? Show up for work any fucking way? No, fuck you. No. What I'm gonna do is take my ass poolside, eat this good ass barbecue, enjoy my day off, and mind my fucking business. I'm gonna go to brunch and get drunk. All right. I'm gonna hang out with my niggas. And, and and enjoy the fact that I ain't gotta go clock into work and I still get paid. I don't give a fuck about Oh, I definitely got time and a half and I'm on PTO. I don't, I don't give a fuck about the Declaration and of Independence. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. The founding fathers, in my opinion, can all suck my dick. How, however, this day off though, oh, I need that. We finna enjoy that. Um again. <laughs> The girl who, so there was this girl who went viral for licking bluebell oh, ice cream. Oh, uh, motherfuckers love doing shit for clout. And then put it back, right? Did you see that yeah. shit? Yeah. So, 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 Shorty, and this is, we're going to talk about clout, okay? Because cucumbers are now an endangered species, <laughs> apparently. Anyways. I want to, I do want to touch yeah, on we're, that. We're going to call this the clout chasing portion of the episode. However, Shorty um, was caught on camera, recorded herself, stupid. Licking the top of a Bluebell ice cream cart and putting that bitch back in the freezer. Also, the caption said, Shorty was sick and had the flu when she did it. With her nasty ass. So she got, so those of us so big on clout, um, she got a felony charge for food tampering. So she's been charged, officially charged with food tampering. And, like, not only does the ice cream company now want restitution, the grocery store is out her head because if somebody bought that... And- I have the grocery store and got sick, they're going to come to the grocery store first. And the grocery store, like, we got it from them niggas. And, and even Shorty said, like, yeah, let's see if we can start an epidemic. No. N- why? Like, what thoughts have to formulate in your small pea brain ass head that you think... You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to my local Kroger or whatever grocery store. I'm going to go to the ice cream section. I'm going to lick some ice cream. Not buy the shit because I'm broke because I'm doing the shit for clout. And put it back. And, 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 and that's the practical joke to you. That's disgusting. Practical jokes for me cause very mental harm. Practical jokes don't bruise your body. They bruise your ego. That's why it's humorous. Okay? And, and also, and I, and I saw some people was like, Oh, y'all really want to lock up a black girl over looking some ice cream? Yes. Yes, I do. Because it was unnecessary. It was, she wasn't minding her business. She was not like... I we don't want to lock up black people when they're minding their own damn business. business. When they're in the right... She was dead ass wrong. And yeah, I want her motherfucking head. Because let it be my germaphobic ass. Pick up that fucking ice cream and get sick. I'm letting the chopper spray on everybody. Oh, no. And also, yeah, for clout purposes... All y'all niggas who like to run up on people with their phones out, somebody's going to get shot. And when someone gets shot, Diddy going to be like, I told you so. Because oh. one person who tried Young Buck in the, in the goddamn Whole Foods. Got clapped. Again, the baby. Y'all ran up on the baby like he does not rap about, he shooting a nigga because he ran up on him. Listen, first of all, most of it, the baby already has, he already beat a murder charge. One. Leave Frank Lucas. Alone. Two, every other rap about in his raps is about him punching, stomping, or shooting a nigga. I slapped the shit out of nigga. 
also, we believe him. And shout out to Cam Cohart. Yo, stupid ass. Stupid. Anyway, so I just again. All right, so can I can I talk to ladies real quick? You got it. <laughs> Go ahead. Ladies, now y'all know when we are under attack, I am our biggest defender and our biggest champion. I'm always going to stand up for black women. That is where my heart and my passion is, okay? Black women are my epicenter, right? Now that I got that out the way, some of y'all are out of order. A lot of y'all who are out here. Who am I to kink shame, right? Who am I to tell you how and when you should or should not get your rocks off and what makes you tick and tickle, okay? Who am I to tell you that? So let me get that out the way. But this whole cucumber thing trend where young ladies... And shout out to... and Not, not shout out in a good way, but it was, it was, it was, it was Beat Kid, Club Guy, who, who's kind of like the epicenter of this. Because he used to have... He, he, at his shows in all around Texas and area, he would have young ladies come up on stage and mimic giving fellatio to a cucumber. This is where it started. Now just kind of spread to the masses. So let me start by saying, who am I to kink shame? You want to go up on stage and suck a cucumber for a little bit of clout and some attention and I hope some prize money at least? Do your thing. We've all been in college. Them phone parties used to go. Was nasty as hell. They were nasty as fuck. But I've definitely been to a phone party or two. Definitely does some shit at a party, like twerking on the ground and just, you know, being very pre-class Alex. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Very, very free and, and very fuckless. G- giving of no fucks. Just all here, all, anything for a good time. Okay? So you want to go on stage and put a cucumber in your mouth to simulate fellatio. Who am I to stop you? Who am I to say a goddamn thing about it? Not me. It's not me. My personal preference is I won't be out there like that. But I'm pretty sure there's a point in time where somebody looked at me and said, I won't be out here like that. True. And also, again... I know, I know it's, it, it's cool to not give a fuck about what men say. But I'm like, if I, but also, if I see my woman crush Wednesday. You are sucking a cucumber for men val- male validation. <laughs> and there's no way anyone around me can tell me that you are not sucking this cucumber for women validation. Because I, I don't see that happening. I, mean, I also saw niggas like simulating... But yeah, I also saw that there's a trend where young niggas are going around talking about this whole anti-gay thing and they're simulating how they would stroke, have sex, and they're putting the camera on a table and like stroking the The camera and the table. It's it's, it's weird. And it just looks like like if a nigga was a missionary type shit, how he would... And parents, this is why y'all have to sometimes, and I didn't understand this until I got older. Sometimes you just got to bust in your kid's room without knocking. Just to make sure they don't do no stupid shit like that. Sometimes you got to violate your kid's privacy. <laughs> just because, like, nigga, what? <laughs> that's, that's weird. It's weird. It's just weird. So I'm looking and I'm just like, wow. And then the VeggieTales, you got the VeggieTales cucumber in therapy. Shook. Shook. Scared for his life. He don't know what the fuck going on. Y'all, they brought out fucking um, Andrew Caldwell. Mm-hmm. Brought him out of his shell to him to give his soliloquy on it in his Versace robe and lisp. I'm actually kind of here for Andrew Caldwell's come up. But anyway, I just, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. And if you're doing it out of good fun, great. 
the line I always is like, just please be doing this for you reasons, not him reasons or they reasons. And that's fine. But do I agree with it? No, I think it's trifling. I think that a lot I of wish y'all... My, I wish my woman Crunch Wednesday would be out here sucking a goddamn cucumber. You, if I were to see my niece on stage sucking a cucumber for clout, I'd probably drag her ass off stage. Being honest. If I'm being all the way honest. Listen, I just I, I, if, I just, I, if, I, if I saw my woman Crunch Wednesday out on stage or in Walmart or doing whatever, sucking a damn cucumber on camera, by the time she would text me, she'd be blocked and I would put her account as spam. I just think that there's... I, this is my personal preference. You choose to do that, and that makes you feel fulfilled and sexy and out loud, and you live in your truth, sis. Who the fuck am I? But I know what the fuck I. I would also be doing. ask, why? why? Why does that make you feel complete? The same reason I would ask, why does a man simulating oral sex on a peach make him feel complete? Same way I would ask my the little niggas out here doing the in the pussy challenge, where you're simulating how they would look like a missionary, trying to figure that out. All of you, I have a lot of questions. And a lot of y'all niggas, from what I saw, are virgins. You have to be a virgin to do that. Virgins. And hey, listen. Real niggas are an actual pussy right now. Facts. Like, <laughs> like listen. Once you get sex, because I understand, like, when I, before I had sex, sex was all I could think about. You know what I'm saying? You're just like, any, any little piece. Niggas used to watch the Girls Gone Wild infomercials as a kid. Not as like a 12, 13, 14-year-old. Hoping to see a titty. Hoping. So I understand the level of horniness that that comes I before just pray you to have God. sex. Listen, but never in my Lord. wildest dreams. And maybe that's maybe that's a blessing that we didn't have phones and social media like that. Because I don't recall being that horny. I don't recall ever being like you know what's gonna you know what's gonna really get them. I'm gonna set my phone down on this table and, and I'm, I'm gonna stroke. I'm gonna table. stroke the table <laughs> and I'm gonna look at the camera and I'm gonna act like I'm stroking the camera because I want you in your POV to see me stroking. No, nigga. I don't even like sending dick pics. I, <laughs> Let alone. Actually, my news are fire. I can't even hold you. If you are been one of the lucky men to ever have received a nude from me, 10 more points of it actually included my face, then, yeah, you can attest. I, I may not have the best body, but, bitch, I got angles. See, I, don't I like, got lighting. See I, don't like, see, I don't like sending dick pics like that, honestly. Shower sex is trash. Nude sent a video of you in the shower is not. You know what I'm saying? You, listen. With suds and uh, the whole aesthetic. Boomerangs. Boomerang nudes are, listen. Hey. Boomerang nudes hey. are the shit. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Also, videos. Still, see, for men. I like videos. For men, you're, you're, the, the success rate, it goes, dick print picture is like up here. Then it crashes down for actual dick pic. Because... We we do a terrible job of making our dicks look you know good what's aesthetically. Crazy? I like niggas that get the actual aesthetic of dick right. You send me a picture of you and you're at the gym or like, all right, the the most fire dick aesthetic picture I've ever gotten was he was at the gym. He was just leaving the gym. His shirt was off. He was all the fucking sweaty. And like the gray sweatpants were also sweaty. So I got like the print in sweat. And you was like, oh. I was like, I see what type of time we on. That shit was hot as fuck. Or the most fire nude I think I've ever seen. It was actually in black and white, and you couldn't see my body, but you could see the silhouette of me. Fire. The shadow of a nude. Fire. Like or or hear me out. Or just pull up. A. Or hear me out. Videos. A. Me moaning your name. Huh. Huh. While I'm. <laughs> you feel me? 
Also, high success rate of an actual dick pic. Because here's the thing. During a video, I don't need angles. I just need you to see what's happening. Cum shots are actually sexy. But a lot of us, from, from, from the feedback I've gotten from my female friends. girl that I was talking to, and she sent me a video of her having an orgasm. Yeah. Pretty great. Yeah. Pretty fucking great. Videos work. It just and the feedback I've gotten from my female friends. I've niggas a video don't know of a angles. nigga having an orgasm too, and it's pretty fucking great. Niggas don't know. We barely know our angles for actual selfies. Also, let alone. <laughs> scapage matters when you're sending. Like, I don't like a lot of hair. That's just me. Like, if I can get a wax, shorty, you can at least trim it up, groom it up a little bit. There's no fucking way you're gonna ask me to give you fellatio and I can't find your balls. Like, there's. It, Clean that shit up. We're grown. And some people prefer the opposite. Again, all about preference. We talked about this uh, earlier. Uh, uh, uh. uh, you king shaming. I am king shaming, but that is fucking gross. Ugh. Uh. Any fucking way. Speaking of which, so. Speaking of talk, shaming. We talk about preferences, right? And I feel like, all right, so you find somebody who matches up, checks off your boxes. You start catching these feelings. These feelings, these feelings, these feelings. Whew. But Calvin, who got you in your fifis? No one got me in my fifis. We're going to talk about, at least right now, as of in Tuesday, July 2nd. I'm good. But, mm-hmm. but here's, here's the conversation that we're going we're gonna to talk about. We're going to talk about the conversation that you have initially when you, when you establish what something is with somebody. Okay. And where you, where you say like, hey. Mentally, or whatever, I'm not ready. Um, and if you're a real nigga or a real chick, mentally, I'm not ready for a relationship. I still like you. I still want to be around you. want to build. Whatever <laughs> phrase. Whatever phrase that you Niggas use. Niggas hit me with the I want to build, and I'm going to, like, gag. <laughs> I'm going to build with another home with a new nigga. But I, I still, I still want to be around you, right? Whatever the case may be. Whatever conversation that leads to a non-committed thing. Right. And you establish that from jump, like, hey, this is what type of time I'm on. But, especially in my experience with women, and with men, but I, I, I date women. If you're a nice person, you, so, you don't, so you don't kick them out immediately after sex or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. You act like, hey, are you hungry? Do stuff with them, you know, whatever. And if they like what you do sexually, yeah, that's very important. Because... Nig- women ain't catch your feelings over whack dick. Unless you really love your stupid ass. And all, there's feelings caught. But if you recall the initial conversation, part of it's like, damn, like he told me what it was already. And again, if you're a real nigga, you give that person the option to leave. Like, hey, if you want to leave, I completely understand. I get it. I don't want you to, but if you choose to say for you, I, I can't do anything but respect it. So then, because they don't want to admit that they caught feelings, they turn it into about respect. When they see you do some quote-unquote single shit. Like they hear, oh, you were, you were talking to somebody at the club. Or, you know, they, they see somebody kiki-keying in, in, in your mentions too much or in your Instagram comments. Or, or they hear something from one of their better-ass homegirls. Anything, and it's like, and many instead of admitting that they caught feelings, they say it's about respect. 
you just out here moving and it blah 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 blah. And it's like you out here disrespecting me. Am I? If I don't slander your name. And for the most part, people don't know that we're talking. I was about to say, I'd have to say your name first in order to slander it, but continue. People don't know we're talking. I don't slander your name. Am I disrespecting you? Or did you just catch feelings you don't want to keep it 100? So, as somebody who's been on both sides of this fence, because it's happened. And I understand, like, listen, I'm not saying I'm having caught feelings. Talking to this guy, right? (laughs) Talking to this guy. Yeah. And I actually read, I'm digging shorty. I'll say that. Um, He understands where I'm at with things. And... He's also very, like, we've had it in conversation. He's stingy with his time. I said, okay, cool. That let me know that, A, when you want to see me, like, because we haven't had a first date yet. Like, we've been around each other. We've hung out, all that good stuff. But not a first proper. It hasn't been a date. So, and I'm not the type, like, bro, I was the one to shoot my shot. So, it's I'm not going to be the one to also ask for the first date, like, I need some give and take here. I need to know that the interest here is a little bit more mutual. And we've been talking for a little minute, about a couple couple weeks. And, and, and that's respectable. That's you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, I want to make sure that if you're not interested, my feelings will not be hurt. Like, we're, I'm grown. We're beyond that. The game of a game. Right. And missed one bus, next 15. And who said that there are multiple buses on their way? So I just feel like we're all grown. And I didn't enter the situation with the intention that you were the only person I'd be entertaining and that I was the only person you're entertaining. Now see, that's the, and another key, another key. And we've talked about this a lot. The key to not getting, getting hurt in your feelings or, or getting in your feelings versus catching them, have multiple people. I've said that. That's my philosophy. Because, listen, shoot or shoot. And, and I will admit, in, in this, in this uh, 2019 in the, in the hot boy summer, in the city boy summer, whatever you want to call it, I ain't make every shot. You nah. I, I have not made every shot that I've taken. But the shots that I have taken have been pretty fucking great. The shots that I've made have been pretty fucking great. Exactly. And honestly, rejection builds character. So Hey, you, you want to talk about something building character. We're going to get back to your story. We talked about them teen parties. Remember when you was, you, you know, shorty. You walk up on a shorty and she turned around. And, and she threw the boy by, nigga. Hurt. But built character. That's how you knew that you was handsome or not. Like, because for men, at least, we have a hard time figuring out if we're actually attractive. So if I pull up behind you and you look and, and you and you keep going, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm at least not. Uh, I'm at least cute enough that she feels okay dancing with me. Or you, t- or you get her behind and, and the girl looks and, and her friend looks at you and her friend does the. And <laughs> if it does a little subtle grab, like, Ooh. or or you. Yeah, it, that shit builds character. It's happened when I've stepped in front of a guy I went to go twerk, and he's like, hold on. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Made too much dip on my chip. It's fine. But that, too, I just think that, all right, back to my little story. But I lost my train of thought. My bad, guys. So, so, but back to my little story. You know, A, if I was the one to shoot my shot, right, and, but as a woman, because we, we talk about the, the double standard in dating all the time. But as a woman, if I'm the one to shoot my shot and I want to make sure that the attention and the interest is mutual, I'm going to wait for you to ask for my time, especially when you've already set the precedence that, A, we're both very busy people, and B, you're very stingy with yourself and your time. So I'm not going to say, hey, when we going out, but no, that's not my style. I'm yeah. going to wait for you because there, there are certain aspects. Okay, I'm going to be problematic. There are certain aspects of the patriarchy I do like. At least you admit it. And the man, 
inviting me and asking me out on the first date and being the gentleman and and doing that portion and being your stereotypical patriarchal standard gentleman on the for the first date I still I believe in that tradition just a little bit just a little bit now I have I paid for dates absolutely have I asked you out on dates sure and I'll pay for it and I'll make sure we have a great time I'll never ask for time that I can't accommodate but for the first date it is special to me to have a guy ask you know especially if I was the one to initiate contact to begin with nigga Shoot or shoot. Hey, again. And so, like, I look at it like this, right? I understand who you are as a person. And I I understand everything that you bring to the table. If I didn't, we wouldn't be here. Right? Like, if I didn't understand what you bring to the table, we wouldn't be here. You understand my value when you approach me. So let's play play with someone safe. But Maybe here's the thing, as, the, as a man who approached, right, you know that I understood a, a, a level of value to you. I also, my value ain't go nowhere. I mean, no. And, and, Nobody's and, saying that. And, and so, because, and I think this is where the give and take. If, if it feels too one-sided, or it feels like all I'm getting in return is not compared to what I feel like I'm giving out. You know, recalibration is necessary. Check-ins. And sometimes the check-ins are awkward. Sometimes the check-ins are, like, alcohol-fueled check-ins, where it's like, hey, nigga, I've been drinking. What's up? Like, like we need to talk about some shit. And, I, and you, you, you know, you got to respect the game. But I think it's, it's, it's one of those things where the, the patriarchy, or are we dismantling it? Are we not dismantling it? What are we doing? I mean, this? I can admit that there are certain aspects of the patriarchy, whether we want to discuss it or not, benefit women because we're able to manipulate it, not because it doesn't need to be dismantled. But, again, different TED Talk, different day. Long story short, man, it's okay to catch feelings. It's okay. What is not okay is to let those feelings manifest in a problematic way. You know, don't hold them in. Don't, don't twist them into something or not understand, evaluate, and move forward. I think that's the best way for all parties involved. Fair enough. You want to get into this question of the day? Uh, first and foremost, on the last, yeah, we'll talk about Lil Nas X real quick. And because on the last day of Pride, mm-hmm. Lil Nas X, owner of the longest running Hot 100 top one song in hip hop history at this point, decided he, he, he told us to come, he came out as bisexual. Yes, I was gonna say a member of LGBTQ community because we. He came out as bisexual. First of all, congratulations, baby, and shout out to everybody who, the specifically the men in hip hop or the men rappers, who came out and supported him. Like, bro, there's space for him. Do his thing. Like, he's been doing his thing. He's got the number one. He had a number one on both the hip hop and the country charts with Billy Ray Cyrus. You know what I'm saying? Like. Personally, preference-wise, here we go. Like a callback, don't you? Mm-hmm. Preference-wise, no, I don't like the song, but I see what you're doing. And you cannot troll a troller, which is my second thought. To the motherfuckers who are out here really, oh, ride till I can't no more. Now I know what he's talking about. I like how the song now became sexual when you realize that he was, you know, a part of the LBGTQ community. So first of all, fuck you. We see you. Second of all, you cannot troll a troller. And Little Nas X is a troller. He's a king troller. That's how we got hip to the song to begin with. That's how he made the song to begin First with. First and foremost, 
for those who realize, like, first and foremost, if you connect with dots, Lil Nas X used to be behind the account Naj Mirage, which is a Nikki Stan account. Right. He used to be a barb. Now, take that as you may. If we're playing the odds here, a lot of the male barbs are gay, are, are part of the LGBTQ community. Say that much. So, but then he rebranded as Lil Nas X, and Old Tyrone became popular because he they took it off the country charts. So he was like, "Oh, where bet?" And then he trolled, got Billy Ray Cyrus to do the remix. You ain't gonna say this shit ain't country now, bitch. And, and, and so you're fighting. I don't know. Miley Cyrus was somewhere fuming because Billy Ray Cyrus all he did was be himself, and he got more accepted in one song. He was at Miley, the BET Awards, and Miley Cyrus has been trying to beat down that door for years. Couldn't even get in with Mike Will made it. <laughs> anyway, but so we, so we talk about a troller. There is very few people who are good as Twitter as Little Nas X. Very few, and none of the people who are as good at Twitter as him are trolling him. So he, so he said some shit. He was like, next person say some, uh, so, some offensive shit to me getting kissed. I hollered. <laughs> it was like. Hollered when I saw that. So no, shout out to Lil Baby. I just, you know, I ain't going to go in too deep. But the people who are really like canceling the record now that he came and, out. And, it's, and, it, and I, I, have to, I have to stress, it's a, it's a minority. Like, this, it's, a, it's a loud minority. But a minority. A minority nonetheless. And thank God for it. I'm so glad common sense prevailed. So. Keep, keep riding that horse, young king. Till you can't no more. All right. So, the question of the day. You lied to me. So, question of the day. That has to be the intro. It, it, it is. All right. So, um, every Tuesday around 11 a.m., me and Calvin post on our social medias the shoot your shot question of the day. If you have any suggestions, you're more than welcome to shoot them to our actual email, which is in the description, or me or Calvin's DMs, um, which are also in the description. So, Question of the day was, what is the biggest lie the opposite sex has ever told you? Um, and some of y'all came with some doozies. Ooh-wee, honey. Um, go first, honey. All right. So, uh, Lipstick and Locks said, the biggest lie, I'm ready. Who <laughs> child. So, I'm ready. I'm ready. Lipstick and Locks also said they're financially stable, and that hit home. Hey. That, that hit home. Fake it till you make it. Um, underscore Legs Logan said, the biggest lie that was told to me was that he didn't have a whole family. I was, I was like, you are hiding a child. I got a couple of those, and I felt really. I got really yeah, I got a couple family. of you're hiding a whole family, you, uh, you know, you, wife and kids, all that shit. So, um, Dree underscore love e e e. Shout out to Dree. She is from the Edibles podcast. You guys should check her out. I've been featured. S- s- salute to them. So yeah, that he paid for the Plan B. Yikes! Yikes! Um, um come at me. Don't get me pregnant, though. Yeah. Somebody else said that. I want you to... Shout out to DJ Byrne. I want you to come at me. And my reaction was that. I said, come at me. I ain't saying get me pregnant now. Whoa. Don't get that much dip on your shit. We will be on I-10 by 10. The math is... Ain't mathing, but okay. And here's the thing. Y'all say that and then, then, then wrap the legs around like, I can't go nowhere. I'm, I'm here now. Yeah, all right. King Kick says, you got taller since the last time I saw you. Hetty. Um, <laughs> What's up, 5'8 King? You see you. Um, Brian's boot camp said, I don't catch feelings. Yeah, Relevant. <laughs> Corby, understand Corb. Again, shout out to the Shop Nurse podcast. I'm pregnant with twins. I feel like that shot was shot directly, and I think I, if you get jammed up. It ain't our fault. Go, go, go address that with, with them. But that was a very direct. That, that, very, that was very, very direct. Um, XL Black Barbie, she's my best friend. 
<laughs> I've been there. Um, something about Karis said, I'm completely, absolutely, and totally done with her. And in fairness, Karis. In that moment, yes. He meant that when he told you that. But then she sent him the what you do in text message and a couple attachments, and he didn't have as, as Listen, much resolve. That I'm... Quick fucking segue, and I cannot believe I forgot to mention this on the How Was Your Weekend segment of our goddamn show. Listeners, y'all gonna get a kick out of this. I have an out-of-state short shop, whatever. A lot of my guys are out-of-state, actually. The import-export business is booming on this summer. Okay. I'm not going to say locations because... That'll give it away. You're not getting me jammed up. Okay? Shorty, long story short, Shorty's fucking up. Fucking up. He's supposed to come out here. That wasn't able to happen. Whatever. (laughs) You know who I'm talking about. Yes. (laughs) Shorty's supposed Please to come tell me out I here. Can, buy for you. <laughs> can I get to my story, please? Yes. All right. So I cussed, he called me on Saturday while I was at work. And this is I've been trying to get in contact with him for a week because the reason he was coming out here, those plans have changed. So I was trying to like, hey, did you buy your flight? Can we make adjustments? What can we do? Right. Right. And meanwhile, I've been thinking with Casper the Friendly Ghost. Cool. Fine. I ignored you. So you called me on Saturday. And I, he was trying to hit me with the, oh, baby, baby, please, you look so beautiful. Baby, please, baby, baby, please. He got the begging like a 90s R&B record. Begging, okay? I wasn't having it. Politely, fuck you very much. Stop talking to him. Respect. Blocked his number. Respect. He texted me from, from another, another person's phone number. Another line. I don't recognize the line. I recognize the area code, but again... Not the only John I haven't said city. So I was just like, I don't know who this is. So you open up the text message. So I was just like, so I open up the text and I read it and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I left that little bitch undelivered. And mind you, I saw said text messages. And I, we I, I almost wanted to do a dramatic reading, but we're not gonna go that far. Please. Not because if that nigga pulls up on me, he's gonna wanna fight me if I do it. But it was a lot. When I tell you that nigga pulled out the, sequ- the, the Shakespeare poetry. I was almost blinded by the reflection nope. of your crown. When I tell you that nigga <laughs> pulled out all the styles, boy, that pulled, he, 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 must, he got that code written by an English teacher. Mind you, I've never slept with this man. Yikes. I've never, I haven't even pinched it. I don't even know what it looked like. See, I I never see if I get in that bag, I at least know what it look like. I at least know what it feel like. I don't know what it look like. Feel like if, I if I know what it feel like, that's the motivation for why I get why I'm getting in this bag. I don't know why my man feels this way. Well, I know why, but like I, you know what I'm saying? It's just a lot for somebody I've never had sex with. Like you would assume we'd have that connection if we didn't even get to make twist three thousand acting crazy. Yeah, acting crazy, right? So I'm just like so I, of course this this the message he sent me and the the context of the message was made for the group chat. It was made for it. I, yeah, like, you know you getting screenshotted. You oh, you know to. you are. Alright, so me, and I'm just like, alright, I was mad. Let me unblock the number. But I did not going to let you know you're unblocked. Like. Hey, hey, and if you want to feel like you, if you want to figure out if you unblock, fellas, just send a little period first to see if it goes, if it goes through. And then hit her with the yeah. Yeah. So, I unblocked, but I didn't tell him he was unblocked because I want to see if you actually try. Toxic. Toxic femininity. Shame. It's fine. I like attention. So, it, anyway, 3 o'clock in the morning Saturday, clearly I was out of my fucking mind. He FaceTimed me twice. 
I woke up Saturday morning to a video message of him again crying. Which is weird to me. It's weird to me because when I when I'm in that mood of crying or I'm in the hospital or if I'm anywhere vulnerable. Not but, not physical tears, but again, it was more or less like the whole Baby, please, baby, baby, baby please. But no, if I'm every, if I'm in that headspace, whether I'm crying physically, emotionally, from the hospital, the last thing on my mind is let me get in front of a camera. Yeah, I think that's corny too. So I'm like, all right, Alex, Monday morning comes. I'm in the office. I'm a little bored because it's slow. I don't typically work Mondays, but I'm here, right? And I'm like, let me FaceTime him back. I'm done being, I'm done. I am done. I just so happen to be shopping, online shopping for our festivities for next weekend. So I'm like, let me just go ahead and uh, see what you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad there's not a camera in here because I'm perturbed. I'm, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. Shook it. Okay. So you're just like, you know, I'm so sorry, Alex. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, no, no. And I got the camera here, but I'm not paying attention to it. I'm on the computer. And he was like, oh, what are you doing? I said, I'm online shopping. He's like, send me the link. I'll pay for the whole cart. It'll be here by the time I get back from Dallas. Now, Calvin Drunk tweets one thing, but doesn't follow up with it. because I, 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 You were out here pandering for bra sizes, nigga. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Here's the thing, <laughs> that bait and switch is going to be excellent, too. <laughs> it's like, got, hit him with the sham guy. Got your ass. But also, it's, if it's drunk tweeting, it doesn't count. It doesn't, because we were fucked up. Yeah. But, so, yeah, um, there's that. Uh, p- please tell me. I I, would, please, please, listen, he got it right out the future handbook. Th- this is why I'm so mad that you gave us that shit, future. Out here condoning this bullshit. Nah, it ain't tricking if you got it. And he got it. It's not a problem for him. It, I don't accept this, gifts from men where I know it's a stretch is, for you is, to give it to This is a discussion me. for later. Different TED Talk, different day. You're right. But, it yeah. is a, but I believe it's still tricking even if you got it. Anyway, underscore, back to the question of the day. I just needed our listeners to clown with me because that was crazy. Um, underscore is Chris M. Lewis. Again, shout out to Trap Nerds. I'm not hungry, but on my plate. Listen, the why and yours is silent. That's our plate, bae. Listen, we got uh, my homie, uh, go home Roger, big slide. He's ever heard with this pussy is yours. Yikes. Um, shout out to creative underscore IG underscore name, biggest slide. He's ever heard was I'm loyal. Shout to uh, first underscore I underscore park my car. Biggest slide he's ever heard was I'm pregnant. Y'all women. That's the oldest trick in the book. Listen, like, look, take, t- take the test right now. Take the test. I have to definitely like take the test in front of Braylon's father. Um, shout out to Spotty Adi Dope Delicious. Ooh. Um, biggest lie she's ever heard was that we get married this year. Ooh. Yikes. Sis. Melly loving life. Let's build a friendship first. Um, she could have meant that. And biggest lie, biggest lie, Nicole A. Dot Miller's ever heard was you're the only one to talk to. See, you. I don't believe none of that shit anymore. I was like, That's I don't believe that, even if it is the truth. Like, no. Um, biggest lie, uh, KJazz12792. Uh, lied about being engaged. That was a doozy. Oh, wow. Listen, he said he wasn't engaged. He didn't say nothing about his fiance. She, she, she's engaged. She's engaged. I'm not. <laughs> What's the biggest lie somebody's ever told you, Calvin? Whew. 
I mean, you have I'm pregnant one. That was that was one. Um, you have the oh, that's just my brother. No, any man that I've claimed as my brother is my actual like I die for that nigga. Like that's my brother. That's you. Most of these women. Oh, that's just my brother. You've had sex with him already. I'm pretty good about keeping it honest about my vagina. Um. Well, somebody lied to me about having cancer. That was that was bold. I've been lied to about somebody having cancer too, and then like a week later, Shorty's like, "Oh, I'm pregnant," and then like she asked for a sip of my beer, and I was like, "No." Math ain't mathin at all. I was like, "Okay, so how does this work with your cancer?" None of my business. None of my. None of you my know what? <laughs> none of my business. Got a blast. Uh, right. Um. So, but I think those are the biggest lies. I mean. So, also in lying in general. See, what I've learned is that men tell more lies. We tell more lies than women. But women are better at it. Women also tell bigger lies. We do. Men will be like, I'm at Tony's house. I'm at Jimmy's house. I'm at so-and-so's house when they're really at their ex's house. Simple lies. Or, or you know, hey, I got home late, had to get to the gym. You know, simple the reason why men get caught up when they lie is because they don't have the consistencies in their lie. Also, as someone who used to lie a lot to my parents, to, 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 to these women in high school, you got like to th- let them catch you in a lie every now and then so they think they know your tell. Mm-hmm. Like you got to let them catch you in like a mini lie, like some, some harmless, so that way they think they know you, and that way you hit them with a got your ass. You don't know me at all. So, I don't know if it's lying or some manipulation I don't like. Because, again, lying to me removes my option to choose. And that's why I just really don't fuck with it. I just really, really don't like it. Like, don't just, uh, even if it's a little white lie, something that, like, is really minute or insignificant, you don't have to. You don't have to. And I am, one of my favorite and also least favorite traits about myself is I am extremely understanding. I go out of my way to see things from your perspective, sometimes to my own detriment. And if you bring it to me, honestly, I'm going to try to work with you. But the moment that I figured out that you're trying to fucking play with me, I, I got to let you go. I got to. And I think the, the reason why people lie is because it's like, if I tell you the truth, it's not going to end well for me. Nope. If I lie to you, it could end well for me for as long as I can keep up with this lie. Right. So I'm going to choose, I'm going to buy the extra month or however long it takes you to figure out that I'm lying over telling you now. Because if, because if I tell you and you're done with me anyway, I might as well buy an extra month and a half. At this point. Anyway, so this is your girl. The next time y'all hear from me, I will have a fresh fucking tan from Dallas. I won't have shit. <laughs> anyway, it's your girl, Allie Nicole, signing out. It's your boy, C. Diddy. Appreciate everyone for listening. Thank we you. are out. I'm going to stop my spot. You caught a vibe shooting shots. Why not? Tell me the-